I'm Dan Broskell. And I'm Dave Geller. And we are the co-hosts of What Do We Know? What Do We Know is a free-range podcast dealing with wellness, education, sports, personal stories, and more from two guys who know a lot about certain things, but not a lot about others. Your hosts are Dan Broskell, a longtime educator, compulsive runner, and father of five. And Dave Geller, a pediatrician with three kids and an amazing Maine accent. Good morning. It's Monday April 11th, 2022. My name is Dan Broskell, here with Dave Geller for episode 73 of What Do We Know? Dave, good morning. Good morning. I'm always glad you know the count because I don't follow it closely. Got to double check. Got to double check. Dave, Passover week. Oof. Ready? Kind of uh, snuck up on you, huh? Even yes. though it's a month later than, and then you, know, you expected it to be? Snuck up on probably both of us. Yeah, I just, I'm just starting uh, my Passover preparation today. What does that mean? What, what are you starting today with the preparations? Well, usually that means I'm cleaning for the week. But I'm, I think I'm going to um, clean a little less intensely this week. But I'm preparing our, um, just the order. I like to do a little prep work for the Seders. You do a lot of prep work for the Seders. Yeah. I want to make sure they're enjoyable for everybody. Everybody's involved. It's a, it's a fun, maybe educational experience. <laughs> and right. unique. I want it to be unique, as always. Well, we're looking forward to Saturday. We'll be over. I mean, in retrospect, it's crazy that Friday is a Seder and I'm not taking the day off. Because a lot goes into that. So I bought a lot of stuff yesterday. I bought some radishes. I bought some parsley. I bought more matzah, more dessert, some wine. Mm. So there'll be a lot of like Thursday night prep. And then James will be home Friday daytime, hopefully helping That's out. Great. And then I'll hopefully come home a little early. And then we'll see you on Saturday. Who's your, who are your guests on Friday? It's us and my dad and Linda and perhaps my sister and her husband. But awesome. that's perhaps unlikely. Yeah. We it's all right. We, we just we just um, possibly finalized our lineup for Friday night. Boom! So it's going to be uh, Owen, Hannah, Delaney, Hannah's roommate. We know Delaney and yep. Tyler. TB. TB's coming. TB's coming. Tyler Blue TB. Yeah. TB twelve. The pride of Bedford. The pride we'll, of Bedford. We'll continue that conversation offline because oh, yeah. <laughs> I got there some you questions go. for you. All good. Anyway, David, what's been going on with you the past couple of weeks? Um, Give me some highlights. Just weeks have been busy, but uh, this weekend was a, was a great weekend. Uh, you know some of it. Uh, went to a bar mitzvah of a good friend of mine from Auburn's uh, son in Newton. That was interesting and nice. Please, um, Chestnut Hill. Chestnut Hill. But still Newton. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice, nice honor, nice honor to be there. And the grandfather, uh, our, our good friend Bezad Fakri, had his, like a, like a second bar mitzvah, basically, um, called the Torah, read, read in Aliyah, very moving, um, and great friends. And Saturday and Sunday we had our recitals. Uh, Hannah um, is you know, teaching at the Dance Inn, and Maddie had her recitals, and very nice. And Sunday night was after it was all over. It was awesome. We spent the evening at the Revolution Hall uh, in, uh, in Lexington. Who's we? We, me, and like 500 guests of um, <laughs> the, the Dance Inn because it was the 40th anniversary. And Get Thel- out of here. Thelma Goldberg threw. Quite a. Well, thanks um, for the invite. Well, I think it was. A you get some only. flatbreads. You get some burgers. You get some. Uh, some of the. I just had some drinks. Just had some, uh, drinks. Uh, some amazing conversation. And amazing people who were in that room. Wow. And it was really, really, uh, really a special night. I'm just honored I to be I there. I didn't know about this invited. until right now. Yeah, it kind of snuck up on me too, and it was just great knowing uh, our involvement in the past with the dance in being um, able to have our, our girls um, learn to dance and other. Um, life experiences there and Hannah's still teaching and it's great it's a great time so and I'm here now with you and your weekend my friend you've had a busy weekend as always in the we had a nice chat Saturday night 
You and I was a random chat. I, I, yeah, our I, usual window is like 8, 15, 8, 30 weekdays. In the morning. I'm, sit, I'm sitting there. I'm not sitting there. I was running through the woods at the Notre Dame Academy cross-country track in Tingsboro at approximately 7, 10 p.m. The phone rang. I was like, I'll take this call with Geller. 40 minutes later, we, we sign off. It was very nice. Yeah, it was like 40 minutes and like four miles later for you, right? You just kept on going. It, was, going a, it was a slow run, but it was, it was quite pleasurable to... I think I, I think I challenged you a little bit in that phone call. It was good. It was a nice little. Oh yeah, that was a good that conversation. Was a, that was a, a good, actually, that conversation, good existential conversation that, conversation that we had. I kept um, kind of continued through the weekend for me. Um, and, All right. Uh, All right. We can catch up on that in a little bit as well. But, but uh, yeah, but we had um, we had poll capping here in Bedford Saturday yes, morning after yes. many year Bedford after many year absence. So I I began the day. It's a typical damn weekend day. Seven a.m. at the gym. Eight twenty picked up James at school. 8.45, was it two different soccer games until, until 9.45, went to the dignitaries reception for the pole capping, went to the mm-hmm. pole capping, came home, went to Wayland, had lunch at Panera, missed the hail in Bedford because it hailed at about 1.30. Yeah. Thunderstorms, nap, Tingsboro softball, home, and then tried to watch that new Gal Gadot movie, Death on the Nile. Oh, yeah. It was not that good. Don't know much neither, about it. Neither was the... Murder on the Orient Express version, which was, in theory, the predecessor of this movie. And I was thinking to myself, like, when I was a kid, I liked all the movies that I saw. And now I really dislike most of them. So am I just old and cranky? No, but in the old days, you were just happy to see a movie. You know, you, it, was, it was so exciting to see a movie, right? I think this is aging. I think movies are probably as bad or as good now as they were. No, if you look in the, you look in the past at some of the movies You're a movie guy. And, and so. I tell you, well, we're both movies. I mean, I, we have different uh, movies that we've seen. Like, if, And if I go, we go back to some of the movies that I saw like, when I was younger, they don't, they, they're just not They don't that. make them like they used to. No, <laughs> no. Some of them are just like, really? That was a movie? But we but we just took anything we could get back then. We didn't, it was like some pictures. What's an example of really that's a movie that, that you're considering there, you know? Like horror movies, like them, like they actually made that movie. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's a. Uh, this is. Uh, I'm just skimming the list, but an example is um, Overboard. Like we, you know, <laughs> sure. Or, like sure. We, like we watched it, it was amazing. We thought. Then we. I remember we, we watched not it. Aged it well. Yeah. Fifteen years, you know, ago with Hannah and Jocelyn because Jen's like, this is a great movie. And it was like that. Which one? Overboard. And like that. Okay, yeah. and, you know, like Twins, for example. Like, oh, great movie. Watch the end. Like, Kindergarten really? Cop, right? Exactly. <laughs> really? Sure. No. I mean, that, that's the movie? I mean, I, I could go on. I hear you. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I always tell you, like, that, like, ex, like so-and-so is, is um, held up well over time. Like, or this movie has not. And we had the conversation early on in the pod, like, movies that you once thought were great. You're now like, oh, no. Oh, no, it's not that good. I think movies that are list, that, that list grows. Different standard now. I mean, so the movies are like, come on, are so amazing, you know. Or they're um, also really bad. True. Well, they're also really well, Give bad. me a really bad one. A really bad a movie? Really ba- a really bad movie. And don't say Uncut Gems. Oh, I hated Uncut Gems. No, but just a, <laughs> but that, but some people raved about it. But it, I mean, no one's going to rave about Twins, right? No one's going to be like, that was not I amazing. I feel like when I was a kid, I thought it was Meat a great balls movie. Meatballs too, you know? right? Like, I'm just going to rave about that. Um, but give me, give me a movie that, a, a recent movie that you just was like, that was just poorly a done. A waste of time? Like, most. <laughs> Okay. I mean, listen, I'm just, again, I'm just old. I fall asleep during movies. Well, I think right? it's almost the same too with like like literature, like especially kids' books. Like like the but the, it's, oh, it's different. It's a different, le- it's a different level. Good. It's a different level. No, like you know, like um, I don't know. I think there's a diff- lot of different writing styles and uh, 
If only we knew a children's book author that should have been in the pod already. I know. If we could just <laughs> Sean find, Peters, where are you? That, we keep calling him. He's his agent won't get back we to us. We have two authors on tap. we got Sean Peters and we got Jenny B. We have all these people we just so have we on tap. Go. The list is long and the time is... We, we have to like, take a this week t- off. This, this Monday morning situation is, is the obstacle. So yeah. we got to get back to like the, the Sunday evening pods on virtual stuff. That's but anyway, what else happened? I wrote something for the first time in a while, David. I, 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 sorry, I, I didn't read it. I, didn't four, I was four years... So I wrote, I wrote a column column an article a series of articles every passover called four more questions for passover which are not like the rote passover meal rituals but about sort of israel and the jewish world and somehow it's been four years since i did hmm. so i wrote a new one and it was fun and it was easy and i enjoyed it so someone told me to write more and i said what am i supposed to write about that was fun so maybe i'll get back into that more often but who knows it was good to do that and the reviews are in people love that. i don't know about that and then um a big project in our house last week had a installation of our new HVAC uh, mini split heat pump multi zone units. Yay, that was a big ordeal. Glad that's over. And vacation next week, David. And uh, I'll be working Tuesday, Wednesday, and then going up to Maine for a couple of days. Oh, yeah, so you be nice. Trip. That will be nice. And since James is off this same week, because it's Passover, Passover, he'll be with us. Brandis gets a lot of um, holidays off, a lot of weeks off. But well, y- yeah, cool. And there's Good Friday this Friday, so you are off the school. No, we are off full day. Oh, Bedford. Full day. Bedford, yes, Bedford. Well, we've had that conversation about the task force that talked about what should we do for holidays. Mm. And people are kind of expecting me to say, we should have all the Jewish holidays off. I'm like, I don't, I don't mind having kids miss time as long as it's a uniform standard. So we don't have, to, we don't have Good Friday off. We don't have uh, Rosh Hashanah off, Yom Kippur. Mm. We do have Christmas Eve off because... People just wouldn't show up to teach. But I'm actually very much at peace with that conversation. You got to get your Santa costume on and get out there. Uh, so they say. But a funny thing happened, Dave. Segueing to the next topic of conversation, I was over at the dignitaries ceremony for pole capping, and who were the dignitaries? Oh, people. Ah. Oh, people. Who makes a dignitary? Um, Do you have like a big, like a big top hat and a ribbon uh, on? No, but the 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 honorary captain of the Bedford Minutemen has to get gets a tricorn. Which is usually the chair of the select board. So Emily had really? a, got a tricon. Oh, like, we should all wear tricons. Hmm. Or home intention hats. Right. Yeah. Because it was that before it was a tricon. Exactly. Um, but someone's, I think it was some, we were all talking about the week and kids and everybody was sick last week, me included. I wasn't feeling that great. Yeah. And someone's like, I know what it is. What is it? I'm like, okay, I'll tell you later. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So as we're walking, this person's like, the flu is going around. I'm like, oh, big secret. So, Dave, can you confirm that there is flu going around? Late season flu. Influenza A is rampant. Right rampant. Now. Rampant. Describe rampant. Um, in many, many, many cases, most most kids are coming to our office who have a fever, you know, cough, yep. um, sore throat. E- sore throat. Either have a virus which you can identify, or, um, you know, uh, flu. So maybe smattering of COVID, but it's more flu is more predominant. That we're, that we're seeing. We're not seeing every kid now coming in with COVID because a lot of people are testing at home. So that's yep. still going around. But we're seeing a lot of Very flu. fluey. Very fluey. It's, you know, we immunize until May um, against the flu. Most people don't take it. So when you uh, say there's a lot of flu, does that mean like y- you think there's 50 kids that you saw last week with COVID? Were there 15? Were there 100? You know? I mean, for us, you know, the numbers are, you know, for uh, the numbers went from zero to probably in the past week couple weeks we probably saw 30 kids with the flu there we go you know so and is that sort of on par with the regular 
regular flu week in a in a usual season, thirty kids here and there getting it, or is that a little bit lower than you'd expect? Oh, it's it's or I think it's higher this time of year. Right, oh, for they, sure. You know, you right. just see flu in April. Yeah, that's what we see. We just see it. It's, it's, but if it was like January twenty twenty, when everybody was sick that that week, was it was it was the same like thirty a week? Yep. Okay, it's got it. it. Because yeah. I mean, they're they're you anecdotally hear about like oh like half of the class was absent, yeah. and I, that that's par for the course for yeah. an average flu year. Everyone just out in a week because it's just going around. So maybe we're there now, but also it's April. So there we go. Yeah, yeah I mean that that and this this is nasty GI illness going around too for the past month or I so. I dodged that bullet. No, yeah, I didn't. Um, and anyways, yeah, so stuff's going around. It just yeah. keeps going around. Well, I, I caught a sprained ankle. That was fun. Yeah, I was <laughs> so you, so you went for a <laughs> dunk. You, you you hang on the rim, right? And what happened? <laughs> Yeah, getting back into basketball day, as I told you. And, um, you know, the first time out was it felt like I hadn't played in six or seven years competitively, which is true. And I went out last night and actually was flying around, playing really well. And then I just came up, I went up for a rebound, came down on someone's foot and went rrr, rrr. Mm. like, damn it. And I took up my penny. I threw it at the sub. I'm like, got to go home because <laughs> I had to ice it and buy a wrap. But, you know, I'm, I'm hobbling around today. And, you know, I hopefully this will be you know, a week or two of rest and whatever but you can tell me how long i should rest it david well, how far into the game were you i want to know it was at 10 20 p.m and we started at nine so were you at your triple double yet it's funny okay um how long you should what so tell Is me it? so so the, all right doctor for a for a, for a relatively mild sprain which yeah. you know you have to hobble around with one night and wake up the next morning icing you know what what's the what's the what's the what's the recovery time i'm like you tell me when should I when should I start doing light exercises on the bike? When should I start walking for long amounts never, of time? Never you feel comfortable. Never feel comfortable. Because mm. don't, don't if you it. read about it, it's like don't do anything. And I was going to ask you, Dave. So I'm happy that you're here. That's you know? how bad it is. I mean, this is probably everybody's going to give different advice. You know, I'm like asking you on the spot or an orthopedist. I would say if you if you're comfortable walking around on it with. Well, I'm walking around today, no crutches, right? I think that's like, it's very smart because it it, it um help increases blood flow. Because you should because you, you should sort of get it moving, right? Yeah, it helps with um right. you know you might swell a bit more because you because you're on it, but it right. will increase blood flow. It might decrease swelling. Um, it keeps your muscles, you know, still still act active. Sure. You know, if you rested it too much, I mean, you know, too long, then you you lose you might lose ground. Um, so it's basically, I think the feeling is is activity as you're able doing. You know, it's comfortable. Now if it hurt, so I'm not I'm not gonna try to ride my bike today. You know, no. but I'm thinking like maybe if it's like Thursday. I'm not gonna you lose, know, you're not gonna lose anything not doing anything short of trying to get around within reason um you're not gonna lose any any um you know uh, conditioning or anything for a sure. few days and and there's no benefit to riding the bike short of burning mental. calories mental yeah. so you could you do it 100 percent of riding on stationary stationary bike 100 percent peloton yeah the w i wouldn't go the, the hardness that you usually go um but yeah, you could do that too that's i think that's, if it feels comfortable David's gonna be permission to be irresponsible. I, no, I'm, I, just I, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just no, kidding. I'm not gonna be that ago, stupid. There was, you know? Years ago, there was like I saw a kid in the office with his dad. And he had some injury, and he had hockey the next day. And <laughs> and the dad said, "said well, Can he play hockey?" And I said, "If he feels comfortable, he can do whatever he wants." And he was like, "I love you." <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, because it was true." Because you know, if you, if you feel comfortable, don't do it. But if you feel okay, you know, you can go, you can go back out and participate as long as it's not hurting you more, making it worse. You're pretty bad last night. No, I know. I know. No, I, I'm looking at you right now with your with your. No, no, no. I mean, like, I sprained my ankle so bad that that it actually Jen sprained her ankle so bad. Once you would have thought it was broken. I mean, you, you sometimes you have to be off. An ankle, a bad ankle sprain is sometimes worse than. Them. I mean, I've had like the whole rainbow colors afterwards. I've I've seen a very bad sprain. This yeah. just feels like, damn it, you yeah. know, more of a roll than a sprain. But yeah, you know, we'll, we'll play it safe. And then um and you know and I, my last question, Dave, is, you know, selfishly. So I, I should should I keep it compressed? during sleep or should I not keep it compressed during sleep? 
That's a great question. I, I think I don't think it, if it's comfortable for you, I would keep it compressed. Yeah, I did last night. Yeah. So okay, all right, nice. So I got some flu, got some ankle yeah. healing. Thanks, David. Um, for me this week, we have the school community meets in Boston tomorrow evening That's at awesome. Medco headquarters. Take a little school bus in now together. Windows down. We're not taking a school bus. We're driving in in, in some array of whatever. But six thirty go time at Medco headquarters. You guys are going to like these di- these um, tinted you know cars, black sedans with flags on them. You know, they're no, driving well, in. No, like no, no, no escort. We're just going to hang out. and. Um, well, I like mean, I've driven by there like eight times this year for, to go to the Reggie Lewis. That would be nice. And then we're going to meet at Hanscom. There's going to be a decoy escort, too. One goes different. Yes, land. one de- Dan Brosco, and then, you know, have you know Marine 2. You're flying out of Hanscom into Boston? Sure. That's crazy. To Logan. Definitely. No, a helicopter. Right into Nubian Square. That would be cool. Um, and then we're meeting at Hanscom in two weeks or three weeks, which will also be nice. And then back in town uh, in May for our last few meetings in why, person. Why the meeting in person? In person. Um, as you know, we added some representation on the committee, non-voting representation. So a re- representative who represents Hanscom families, mm-hmm. who I think you know, Sarah McGinley. Very and nice. then um, a representative who represents Metco families. So we actually awesome. wanted to... Uh, That's great. Well, it's been a long time coming. Um, and... Um, but we actually found some good candidates that can sort of bring that perspective and a more diverse perspective than the than us folks who live in Bedford. So uh, that we're, we're amazes me that that hasn't been in place. Well, that's been talked about, um, and a lot of towns have tried, and I'm not sure how many have successfully that's filled important. those positions. But I think it's really helpful that's and wonderful. interesting, and and you know, it's definitely the right thing to do. Hmm. Um, and again, non-voting, but still important to bring that conversation to the table. Yeah. So we're going to be go, go on the road to meet Meco families uh, tomorrow and Hanscom families in three weeks which is nice. Do you have a playlist for the road driving? Like you're listening to good um, music? No, mm. I just drive into the car to do all the time. Okay. And then on Thursday, uh, the education commissioner, Jeff Riley, come into Davis school. The education commissioner? Big Jeff. He was at Lane a few years ago and I was at that, uh, when I was chair, I think we went up there for the morning and he, cause they, Lane had just gotten like the best ELA scores in the state. I'm not sure why he's at Davis. I will happily go and um, walk around with him. I think his, his star, his, um, Shining less brightly through COVID, but still an honor for us to be hosting him. I so think, what's he going to do? Just walk around? Is I was probably going to look at something. Maybe it's literacy. Maybe it's math. Maybe it's special ed. I, I should probably know. He's going to eat lunch with the kids. I well, it's a late morning. Just give him a little cotton of milk. Open it up. Actually, I think I, t- I think we had we met. We may have done the pod. So I think we talked about it because he's coming Monday. He's coming on Thursday. Oh. We definitely talked. I think it was actually right after we started the podcast because yeah. he, he went to Lane School yeah. a couple of years ago. And what I thought was really interesting is he actually interviewed the kids. Um, and I think the question he asked was like, how was it taking MCAS online mm. or like electronic testing? Yeah. And I think we thought the kids would say it was terrible because the adults thought it was terrible. And the kids are like, oh, it's fine. We're like, yeah. oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> way to ask the actual consumers of this product. There so that go. was really interesting. Good for him. Um, so that's happening Thursday. Then we got Passover, and then you know, we're at vacation, and then we're full on in the spring activities: um, softball, soccer, running. Orn already had his first track meet. Surprisingly, he ran the mile and the four hundred. He was very happy and proud about that. At the same time, not at the same time. And um, you know, but come come two weeks from now, our schedule is going to be a little bit crazy. But that's all right. Two weeks from now, I'm going to be. Um, getting oh wait, aren't you going to Florida? Yeah, <gasps> getting prepped for my for the postponed postponed. You're going to Florida May first, like that week. No, right? yeah, the week after break, twenty eighth, I think twenty ninth. Well, that includes May first. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You're going to yeah. Disney. Yeah, you're going crazy. A trip that you've talked about for two years. Yeah, you're going. Going. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Who's going? Um, me, Maddie, Jen. At the moment, um, Hannah, 
is is uh, possibly is bucking for an invitation. Yes, he might come too. You should go. Yeah. In Owen, and we'll see. And Owen? I don't know. I don't know. What a party! Right now, it's right now. Oh, it's, it's where are you staying? Um, it's, I, I'm embarrassed to say it's either the Dolphin or the Swan. Why are you embarrassed? No, because I forget which one it is. Oh, they're the same. They're across from each other. Yeah, I don't even know. Wow. I haven't wrapped my head around it yet. Um, Not a bad time to go to Florida or you know early spring. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. You don't look very excited. No, I'm very, I'm, I'm very excited, but I'm, I'm just like, it's a big deal for us to go. You know, we've been waiting to go, and for Maddie, is you know, we wanted to get her back there again, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'll, I'll look, I'll be happier once we're there, and doing it because to me, there's a lot of stuff, right, in terms of just going. There's to a lot Disney, of stuff, and I'm just hoping it's a, a very enjoyable, doable time because I know, you know, this one of the smallest things is just it. it like we were going to go during April break, but people are like that's crazy. It's going to be so busy. Yeah, yeah. you know. So I'm just hoping that it's a good experience <coughs> overall that we can you know, get some stuff done. But I'm looking forward to it. I hope you're not flying JetBlue. I know. See, that's what stuff I, I saw that this morning. Like, are you? No. no okay, good. They're having a, they're having a hard time. I think we Delta. I don't know. All right. Or American, or I'll get there. Something not or Spirit. <laughs> All right, I got some yes no questions for you. Yes. Passover related. Go. Ready? On. Do you like egg matzah? Yes or no question. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't actually. I don't, you don't, don't buy it. I don't seek it out. Do, I don't dislike it. Do you like whole wheat matzah? Um, I, I do. I like it. I eat it. Do I love it's it? It's pretty bad. No. How about chocolate covered matzah? Yeah, chocolate covered matzah is good. It's really bad. Yeah. Okay. Um, you, you, and you. Egg, wheat. I mean, I eat all the mods. I don't care. I mean, I just yeah, buy the mods. Bring on the mods stuff. You know, I love, I love mods of brie. Mats, you know, oh, it's the best. Man, I, in my, in my Do you make it with water or milk? I haven't made it for a long time. What? Um, my kids are begging for it yesterday. I'm like, I'm not doing it. My mom makes good of brie. I make it. I make the good I stuff. I don't know. You like it salty or savory? So, I like it a little salty. Salty for sure. Yeah. yeah I don't want that cinnamon on there. Give me the salt. No, cin- cinnamon. I'm, I never had cinnamon on it. No. no the people like the cinnamon sugar dust and matzo? The, no, so I want the, the, egg the, the egg and the matzo. You, you, do, you, do you break it all up? And let break it up. Boi- boiling water. Yeah. Egg. Mix. Cook. Go. Love it. Delicious. It's a great. That and coffee cake are like the staples. Absolute staples. Oh, yeah. Right, eating it right out of the tin, though. Yeah, like, absolutely. The smell. Yeah, okay. That's good. Yeah, you and I get the same thing. Um, do you sell your chametz? I do usually. Can you describe what that means to people that might, might not know what selling chametz means? So chametz, chametz is right, anything that uh, has come in touch with um, leavened bread or yep. products during the year. Yep. So that's why we clean the house, says to get rid of anything that might have come in contact with or any remnants of it in the house. But y- the cleaning process, as good as we all can be, is not perfect. So the workaround is is we sell, quote-unquote, anything in the house that is could have been in contact with um, leavened or that we can't clean to someone else who's not celebrating the holiday. Yep. And so it's really not in our possession, so it's not really in our house. And then after... Your dad must have loved these transactions. He, oh defi- yeah. he definitely was involved. After Pesach, he was definitely involved. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's great. So 
Yeah, I mean, it's I, so ran- I, it's so esoteric. I mean, it's, not, it's it, it, to me that's like the work that's the interesting about, about religion in general, yeah. or like Judaism. And I mean, I, I think we should go down this path a little bit um, of all the workarounds, right? And yeah, you got to live your life. Example, <laughs> you probably know this better than me, but one of the examples is like we don't we don't mix. This is a digression. We don't mix meat and milk, right? We don't eat. Meat you and do milk not. I don't. You do not. Um, but if you're cooking something like a, a chicken soup and you accidentally spill a little milk into it, right? If it's a, if it's a small enough amount, the percentage of how much um, you know meat is in or milk is in, into the meat broth, you can still eat it, right? I mean, that's like a workaround, right? My, my the other my other favorite one is you know some people who depending on what level of Judaism you uh, follow or how how um, uh, observant you are, you don't carry things on the Sabbath, right? Because that's a form of work, and you shouldn't work on the Sabbath. So even walking into walk going to synagogue and carrying, say your your prayer shawl, your tallit, right, is is work. But if you create this this imaginary boundary called an eruv, right? Well, it's an actual boundary. Yes, an actual <laughs> boundary, because um, you can carry things in your home, right? That's legal, but you can't carry them to someplace. But if you create this boundary, then if you're within this boundary, walking to synagogue, you can carry things, and I think that's a workaround. My my a fancy word is the eruv for those of you who are. Thinking if you knew it, what it was or not. Yeah, the the my, my, so my work around in, in life, it's like if well you can't you can't gamble you can't gamble in some you know states right. But if you take a boat offshore, that's legal. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so really, David's a pirate. <laughs> no, so it just interested me that there's these workarounds. So yeah, so anyways, yeah, so I sell my chametz and I actually you do. Wait, so right now you sell your chametz. You you, I you will. go to. I sell it as to a matter of course. To yeah, I, I've either sold it to someone in my office at times, get out. or I've sold it to, to the synagogue. Do you drop documents? Yeah, get out. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know that. Part. I'm so glad I asked. Yeah, I've done that before. Do you burn your chametz too? I do, so you, but like you don't like hide it under like a blanket. What do you mean? Like you just don't put it like in a corner of the house and put like a, a, a tapestry over it and say, "Oh, there's no chametz in the house." <laughs> Oh, so because some people do that, right? They just oh, put it yeah, in like, yeah, in like yeah. A, yeah. put in a closet. No, I've done that. Like I, I put in the basement. Like yeah, I put like you know everything. It's like the beer in the basement, right? I've done. That. Oh yeah. And, um, oh, and sometimes if I'm getting a little bit, if yeah, if I mean if I'm not cleaning as much, yeah, we'll put certain things in certain places. Like we Jim will tape up the the dishes that we use during the year. Yep. You know yep. that we use those. Got it. But I've actually even a couple years in the past few years, I started selling the dogs you know, in a way too. Um, because because they're eating they're eating non kosher dog food right so it, I've, I've even gone that far. <laughs> Wait a second! <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Whoa! What a flex! Yeah. Um, that's incredible! Yeah. Wow! All right, I didn't. That, that, I'm really glad I put that question in there, David. Yeah. Right. Uh, question three: Can you name all four names of the Passover holiday? Well, that's not fair. I know it's not fair. This uh, is a gotcha. There's four names for Passover uh, in Hebrew. In I, Hebrew. Ah. Uh, Give me, give me, give me an easy one. No, I'm just Pesach. I mean, Chaka Pesach is number the festival, of the Passover offering. Yay. Yeah. Second one involves something that we eat. It's flat. I know uh, the festival of matzah. Chag Hamatzot, the, ma- the, f- the festival of matzah, yeah. the festival of the Passover offering. Keep going. One more Chag, the festival of spring, Chag Aviv. Oh, nice. And the last one, kind of a cheap, cheap one, Zman Chayrutenu. Yeah. Time of our freedom. Yes. The four name for Passover. Beautiful. All right. Uh, four, would you buy a revisionist Haggadah if I wrote one? We talked about this before. Yeah. You would. Yeah. Because I think there's a narrative which says we weren't slaves in Egypt. We were warriors defending Pharaoh's eastern flank, and then we left. But we want to tell a different story about why we left. Oh. So strong Hebrews, warriors, desert warriors, throwing off the yoke of their 
conscription versus vic- hmm. victims victims and slaves and pyramids i'm into that i'm into the hibiru's the hibiru's leaving that's just me though well, so i've talked about that project for a long time huh I, I don't know if I'd, I'd, I'd that's interesting. I don't know if I, how to integrate that. That's well, I mean, it, it, hashtag life goals, you know, we'll see what happens. That's great. All right, David. Well, I, I mean, I was asking what we learned this week. I learned this week that you sell your chametz and that you sell your dogs because of the food that they eat during Passover, which is not kosher Passover. Have you learned something this week besides, I don't know, <laughs> besides that? <laughs> Um, oh my goodness! Nah, I've I've learned that that you you are a good friend oh. once again, and that you have my back. Oh. And so I think that is that because I, I yelled at you a little bit on Saturday night. No, I think that was a great conversation, right? And and I and the, I have certain balances in my life, people who balance me out, and it's a short list, and you're one of them. Am um, I the angel or am I the devil on your shoulder? You you've been or am I that still voice, small voice whispering in your ear? You know what I mean. You've been a good voice of reason, and uh, and uh, and you know me well enough over the years to know when to give me some in- advice and and right. um, and feedback, and and even that as a friend, like how can I be a better friend? Sometimes I think that that's um, I mean not that that's come up a lot, I mean, but you you're the guy that I I don't mind hearing something from. Like you you give me, you give me good advice. Um, you know, people that you can speak directly to are the best people, right? Like, yeah. I nothing to hide. It's good. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah, it was a, great, a, a wonderful evening spent running and, and talking to you and well, talking about stuff. Which was really nice. nice. You took my call, right? So that was nice, you know. And, when, and do I, when do I screen your call? I know, no, but you're busy. <laughs> I call it, you know, and I give it four rings usually. And I'm that guy that will show up at some, at least in the past, you know, I try to be a little bit more. Um, you know, uh, in control, like just show up someone's house. Hey, I've <laughs> yeah, got, you have. I don't have a with you, right? I've walked in. <laughs> hey, Geller's here. Because why, coming? why no. call and not be able to go versus just go just and, show up and, and see then what you, they ask you to leave, you know? So <laughs> so it's a, I'm like, it's a Saturday night. I'm, I got a little time. I'm doing some work. Jen, Jen going to Press Cafe. Going to Press yeah. Cafe. And I'm like, I'm calling Dan Brosco. Like, and there's some people you call. There's some people, you, you, you know, you can just call and they won't be offended that you're just calling them because you have the time and it's nice to catch up. So this is a good question, Dave. How many people do you call that you, that you could just call? Because in the old days, you just call your friends. And I would say, like, there are probably four, four maybe five people that I, could just, I would just, like, call without texting. You know what I mean? Yeah. How many people do you have that you would call without texting? Should I name them or just count them in my head? Well, you, or you, can, you can count them. You can name them if you want. But you don't have to share. Um, I would say a quick list. I'll, make, I'll say it out loud. I got you. All right. I got David Landis. Landis, for sure. Um, Brian Cutler would be on that list, too. Excellent job, Cutler. Um, um, Brian Cutler has, a, I think, the second most listens of any podcast. It's yeah. Brian Cutler one. Um, <laughs> just calling Rinley, my sister Anne. Um, I mean, family doesn't count, buddy. Yeah, okay. My friends. Um, That's and a small number, right? A couple well, of people. And in, in, in David Lerner. I think he's somebody I could call. He'd probably be busy, but I could give him a call. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a short list. You short know? list. That's okay, though, right? Yeah. The other is you just pick up the phone and call everybody. I sit, I sit at home and I just call people. Yeah. What's happening when I first got a cell phone, right? I'm driving up to Maine. I got two and a half hours. I'm like, call everyone. I'm call, I started calling call everybody. Everyone. And I'm like, Todd Katz, one of the guys. But, but you know, then I realized well, if people have people have a job and I'm driving and I have a cell phone. It's like, you know, um, Sasano is one of those guys, too. I could just I would just call. Randomly. What about DB? Um, I could. I haven't. But, but you have Dan, Dana would be someone I could call. I mean, there's a lot of people I could call. I mean, if you can. I'm sure a lot of the, Yeah. I mean, Dana would be a guy, guy to call. Yeah, I mean, small number. I, mean, I talked to you. Uh, talked to my good friend Mark Potash in San Diego. I talked to uh, our good friend Lauren Dorn Jones fairly frequently. Sometimes our friend Lori Alper. Just call, you know, see what's going on. 
it was interesting because the conversation that you and I had over the weekend was about me and another venture, and I, I ended up, there's a uh, guy that I'm talking to about doing something with, and you were aware of this, and we were just talking, and he's a little younger than me, um, very accomplished what he does, and you know, and we would just kind of hit it off talking about something, and I, s I actually relayed m my conversation with you to him, and like, 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 why do I do things like, like what I'm considering doing, and and I actually asked Jed the same question. See, this is what happened. Like, so you and I were talking about a possible venture I might do, and you're like, why, why, why do you do these? So things? remember, we called, we once called you Dave, the king of shiny new things. Yeah. So without giving you details, Dave is very excited about things and ideas, and 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 gets kind of stir crazy when he's not involved with. We could say entrepreneurial or just creative endeavors or ways to, you know, do things and invest in things and perhaps buy things every now and again, or as you like to say, get in, getting involved in things. And I pushed you like, hey, like, well, what itch are you scratching? You know, mm. and I've, I have theories, right? And I'm, you know, you don't tell me what Jen said, but I'm sure she's like, yeah, like maybe take a step back and like you never feel forced into decisions because it's it's your world's on your timetable and like yeah i want you to have fun in this world and yeah. make good choices well, that's one, of the one of the things is that she just says you know i get excited by accomplishing things by doing things yeah. and it's to me it's not all, all, always about the financial reward because i've, I've kind of got that I, I enjoy my job and, I, and it supports me but i just enjoy doing new things um, it excites me, you know, like this, these pods. Like right? this podcast, right. you know, and w talking to this, to this, to this, to this um, uh, new friend, um, you know, it, it basically came up. You know, he he wants to do this because he has too many people he knows. He's a physician who say, "I wish I'd done this. I wish I'd done that." Yep. And he said, "I don't want to be that guy." I said, "I yeah, said that, that's that's the exact thing." That's that I'm Geller. not. I'm <laughs> not like I like I just want to do it. Like why? And I said, "One of the problems he's a this this doctor is very accomplished. He actually is getting a an MBA, so he's very thoughtful about things." I said, I, "I'm kind of the opposite of you. Like I don't I don't make a business plan. I just do a business plan. I just do <laughs> it. Just do you it. know, <laughs> I did you know like I did run the numbers on my new on my new business with you with your help, but we you know we didn't like get into the weeds about it, but." And so the point is, yeah, that, that, so that's going back to the phone call, right? Like, like connect, connect with those friends, connect with those people, and and um, and be there, um, just be there, be present, and be there when someone reaches out to you, right? Be, be pick up the phone, and you do that. That's cool. You know, you could do that at eight thirty in the morning. You and I both have jobs to get to, but you pick up the phone, right? You know, this, with this weekend, Maddie, I'll, I'll finish here. But Maddie had a recital. Jocelyn was um, in Skidmore. We hoped she would come home. She thought she had a concert that night on Saturday. Then she actually wasn't feeling well. wasn't was wasn't feeling was feeling sick. But and, but we asked her to come home, and she's like, I don't know if I can make the drive. Anyway, she came because it was important. It was important for Maddie. It was it was it was great for her to be there, support the family, and she showed up, right? And I just so there's two things that I'm talking about. But it's really cool when when um, I don't know. Y there are only so many things in your in, 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 in so much time to to do things, right? And it's, it's cool to get them done. And that's and that's my summary for the week. All right, there's a lot in there. You're uh, a good friend. Thanks, buddy. Um, Sal Freelich ha! was in town. Yeah, was at the MMD according yeah. to some social yeah, I was media. Gonna, I was gonna text him. And then uh, out in Wisconsin, yeah. um, playing for the Timber Rattlers again. I read an article about him. So good luck, good luck, Sal. The coach said he's giving the guys good advice about playing in cold weather. Like, yeah, that's true, because he did not play warm weather baseball year-round like all the kids from Florida did or from Texas. So good luck, Sal, as you make your way from low A-ball up through the ranks to play for the Brewers one day, hopefully. Yes. Well, flip side, everybody, Chris Shaw is in town getting some uh, some treatment for an injury, from what I gather from you. 
And then he's, yeah, he was actually hopefully going to, he was going to possibly join us today, but um, some things got in the way. He's actually on his way out. Yeah, going down to Virginia, wherever exactly. he is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he had told, he updated me. I, I prepped some research about Shaw. I was playing an independent league, but the team he is playing for um, became the first professional baseball team to ever draft a woman. Really? They just drafted her, and she's joining the team. On the same lines, the Yankees. Uh, minor he's, he's, going to, he's going to Kentucky. The Kentucky Wild Health Genomes. A, uh, that he said you're going to love this name. Yeah, I did. Like, I'm like, what is this league? What's happening? Yeah. So, yeah, you click on the team. It says, yeah, they drafted some um, some woman. Um, and then the Yankees, one of their minor league teams, fielded a woman as their manager, which is great. That's awesome. Um, women's sports uh, ascendant. The, the, the Classico between Madrid and Barcelona for women in, in Spain sold out 93,000 tickets at the Camp Nou. Um, this is all good. This is all good for women's sports, uh, and I'm cheering them on. And uh, last but not least, World Cup draw for the U.S. Very exciting. Um, qualified sort of the back door by losing to Costa Rica but getting through on goal difference. And they were drawn in a group with Iran and the winner of the Wales-Scotland-Ukraine playoff. Wouldn't it be amazing if it was Ukraine? Mm. And of course, David, they're playing England on Black Friday hmm. at 2 p.m., so get ready for the most watched game in U.S. soccer history versus wow. England the day after Thanksgiving at two in the afternoon huh. on Fox. I am ready. That's Speaking great. Of soccer, huge clash yesterday. Liverpool two-two versus Man City. They play again this Saturday at ten thirty a.m. in the FA Cup semifinal, which James and I will certainly be watching. Probably after the soccer games are over for the kids, which is also very exciting. Hmm. So I am looking forward to spring. The weather is nice. I love Passover. I love Maine. We'll do all those things in the next two weeks. It'll be good to see you this coming Saturday evening for Seder again. Oh, yeah. You're Looking forward over. to you embarrassing me in the play. I will not. And um, see where this goes. But I'm, I'm sadly missing out the big party on Friday with TB. With TB and Delaney. Come to that's, that's all right. Bring, bring the that's fa- all right. The, the that's all right. Over for, for Seders. Um, I'm, actually going to, I'm actually going to a Red Sox game the following Thursday. I'm taking Maddie to a, to a Red Sox game. Day or night game? Uh, at one o'clock. Yeah, it's a getaway yeah. game, right? Yeah, one very o'clock. nice. Be good. No news. Oh, it's vacation week. That's it's right. It's gonna be tough though. I can't eat. You know, gonna, well, I'm not sure what I'm gonna eat there, but if not nothing, there's nothing you can eat there. No, I'm gonna have a little water. Bring some mushrooms. Or you could just say I'm at Fenway and this is my own personal A roof and do whatever you want. There you go. <laughs> my own personal A roof. It's a potential title for you. Well, David, great to see you. Thanks for swinging by this morning. To all of our listeners, uh, have a great Passover Easter weekend. Probably a great Patriots Day, because I'm not sure we'll be doing that next Monday. Uh, we'll see everybody back here sometime soon for episode 74. And if you're going to the parade in Lexington, I'll be there. Have a great time. I'll be there. What Do We Know is written by Dan Broskell and Dave Geller and produced by Terry Samaris from Lex Media and Lexington Mass. Our theme music is from Joey Freeman, whose music you can find on SoundCloud. We'll see you next time.